everybody, welcome to the Sally Allen podcast. As you know, this podcast is a platform for people to come and share their stories of resilience. And today I have Nestor Gibbs. I met Nestor at Sticky Pot Studio. He was recording his show here and I heard that he has a powerful story. Now, Nestor has had his own podcast for around 11 years and it's called The Boxing Voice. He is the host and the founder. Now, full disclosure, normally I would sit with our guest and I would kind of have them share their stories with me before we start the podcast. Nestor figured we should just go candid and organic all the way. So Nestor, what are you sharing with us today? Well, I mean, I know that your show is established on resilience and I feel that I definitely have a story of uh, not only resilience, but perseverance, confidence, and uh, just a won't quit attitude. Um, you know, I could have, chose to be, I would say, like many and uh, sulk in my uh, situation and uh, maybe become a statistic. But instead, I feel that I've risen above um, all my mishaps that are now life lessons and have brought me to this point in my life. And I feel like um, I've reached a point of success, not, not financially, because people think that success is financial, uh, I think that the success for me has come in uh, being able to be proud of what I've been able to accomplish in life versus going through life, allowing me to be whatever uh, I would have been had I not continued my path and uh, found my journey and passion in boxing. Wow. What an intro. <laughs> I like so wow. You know when the professionals are on, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, not even. It's just it's just the truth. I mean, I tell uh, people all the time, it's like uh, you, you're not working if you do what you love. And I know that's a cliche phrase, but it's, it's really true. Yeah. So, Nestor, do you want to walk us through, like, where you were and how you got to where you are today and that success, like you said, it's not financial, it's being proud. Absolutely, so uh, I had a lot of twists and turns in life. I, I wanna say that my ambition uh, got the best of me mm -hmm. um, and I've made a lot of mistakes and some of those mistakes resulted in me having to end up in jail multiple times. I didn't mm -hmm. learn my lesson. Uh, Unfortunately, jail could become a bit of a networking location. Uh, the thing is that you're networking with the wrong people. Um, but like I said, I could have been a statistic. It could have yeah. stopped there. I could have just been another person that went to jail, was on parole, and led a mediocre life, depressed, and probably not yeah. proud of himself, or their, my children not proud of of what I would have been had I, again, not been resilient and not continue to at least uh, seek and want more, you know? Yeah. And, and, and again, not financially, but just want more to my name than just, you know, a list of mistakes. Yeah. Where did you think that drive came from to be so ambitious? I want to say it came from my mother uh, being Caribbean descent you know, I was born here in America, but both of my parents are from the Dominican Republic. And uh, I watched my mother early on, you know, at 17, she was able to get a job in the water department of the City Hall of North New Jersey, and she retired there. Uh, but that job was never enough. 
And early on, my mom used to go to Canal Street in New York City, uh-huh. jump on the PATH train and buy custom jewelry. Custom yeah. jewelry, yeah. like earrings and, you know, these chains or matching bracelets, whatever she thought the women in her office would like. And she showed me that hustler's mentality. She would go all the way to Canal, buy these things at a discounted price, bring them back and sell them in her office. So I think she really put that hustler's bug in me. And it's like I said, I that energy, it just wasn't channeled or guided properly. Yeah. Uh, but I feel, you know, like I've always been a hustler. Uh, and I just had to change the product. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally get First of all, South Americans here. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm from Guyana. Okay. Yeah, yeah, your mom's from the DR. And I get that hustle. I lived in New York City for like almost 10 years. So the train, the, the, the subway, it's called the subway. Mm-hmm. So I know your mom probably took the A or the, or the mm-hmm. J train to Canal Street. So, and I see people doing that. And that's real hustle, man, because whether it's hot or cold, because it gets really yeah, hot. Yeah, all four seasons all over four there seasons. in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. They, I lived in New Jersey too, so um, have something in common. But that's awesome. So, so tell us what happened when you came out of jail. Like, like what spurred you? What helped you? So, I went in unfortunately right before the birth of my son, which really was something that uh, should have gotten my attention. I should have learned my lesson right then and there. That probably uh, would have helped things, but it didn't. And uh, you know. The journey continued, and uh, I'm okay with that. Uh, you know, I'm heavily influenced by this rapper named Jay-Z, and, you know, he had a song called You, you Have to Learn to Live with Regrets, and, and that's what I did. You know, um, there are things in life that I've done uh, that I do regret, but I've learned to live with them, and once I got out, that's, that was the beginning of that, learning to live that, yes, I made mistakes, but they don't define me. They don't define mm-hmm. me. And, you know, I'm so competitive. I was eager to show the world that that wasn't me, that there yeah. is something else other than just, you know, my mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So tell us about the journey that led you from then to being a podcaster 10 years ago. Wow. So uh, it really started with YouTube. Before I actually started the podcast, I, I found, uh, you know, a Cuban boxer uh, by the name of Yurokis Gamboa. Um, ironically enough, through my past life. Um, so I had been following him since he was 4-0, and and uh, it's just been always a passion of mine, uh, boxing was. You know, I remember watching boxing early on with my dad. And again, if maybe I had the proper guidance, not pointing the <laughs> finger at dad, because luckily enough, yeah. some people can't say that they have their mother and their father in their, in their relationship, and my mom and dad are together. So um, I'm definitely not pointing the finger at my father or my mother because they were very busy trying to keep a a roof over our head and and give us the best possible. Uh, But I did show a lot of interest in boxing early on. And again, I just didn't uh, channel that properly. But uh, later on in my life, that's really what saved me. Boxing is what saved me. You know, uh, being able to do this podcast not only kept me sane, but really kept me in the house. It became uh, a hobby, but s- slowly it was uh, a passion. And then obviously, you know, it turned into a job. So um, it not only kept me away from the street, but it gave me something to focus on, something to be proud of and something to work towards. Yeah. Yeah. So how old are your kids? How many kids do you have? So I have 
a, tw- a set of twins, twin daughters that uh, actually um, already are in their fourth year of college and they're going to extend. And I have a 21-year-old son and my youngest is 14. Yes. So yep, wow. I, have a, I have a lot of kids and that's why I work as hard as I do. <laughs> so... Um- when you when you speak about your past and you're speaking about your you know the present now, what do you want your legacy to look like for your children? Um, but like I said, uh, you know, I just want them to be proud of who their father was, and and that's what I work towards uh, being able to um, leave them something that they're not ashamed of, and and hopefully leave them a little bit of something. Yeah. Uh, financially from yes. the empire that I've been able to build. Yeah. But also um, lead by example. Right? Absolutely. That's what you've been doing. Absolutely. I mean, it's uh, one of the reasons why my son, who's 21, I, I had him come to the West Coast with me because um, I want him to experience a different way of life and a different culture. You know, us being raised on the East Coast is totally different from the West Coast. Um you know, it's a little bit uh, harder to find Caribbean people on this side of town, too, right? So he might break that cycle uh, and, and marry someone outside of our normal. So I just want him to see and experience. And also, I want him to be close to me so that he can see firsthand the difference in who I was and who I am. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about your podcast. Like what is the main, like my podcast is on resilience, right? I know you love boxing, but what was the main, the foundation of your podcast? So, uh, you know, obviously with, with, with the mistakes that I, that I made, I ended up having to get a real job one day and uh, I was a truck driver and uh, I needed to consume audio to stay sane on the road and to put in as many hours as possible. So I just never was able to find a podcast that done enough time. Um, and by time, I mean enough episodes or at least right. hours uh, to get me through my work day. And I quickly realized that uh, I wasn't going to find that. And uh, I decided to create my own. And really, that's what happened. It, it was always a hobby. I never, ever took it serious until I, I started to you know, go through the process of purchasing my first home. And when the underwriter is like, what's this deposit from Google every month? And I'm like, oh, it's my podcast. And then, you know, I checked the, po- the deposit. I'm like, wow, I'm making that much per month. I need to po- focus a little bit more attention on this. Um, and yeah, and, and I, I focused everything I had into it. It cost yeah. a lot. Relationships. I went through relationships and I've lost friendships. Um, because not everyone is going to see things the way you see them and, and, and your goals and dreams and desires are your own and you can't expect anyone to have the same passion or energy for those dreams or desires or goals to come true the way that you do other than yourself. You have to push for that. And, uh, not everyone is going to like your drive or hustle, you know, it can drive a wedge between a relationship if you always want to work or you're always away for work. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it becomes difficult, but uh, you know, eventually you find the right person that understands your drive, and you know, the balance makes sense. Yeah, but they also say as as we grow, 
right? We start losing people because we're, we're here in the even playing field with people. But as we start moving up, we become a mirror to what they're not. Mm -hmm. Have you experienced some of that when you lost friends? I have experienced uh, a very close friend of mine uh, tell me that I've changed, uh, which I didn't feel that I did. It's just, again, I'm a little busier. That's you know, right. I have to, uh, you know, put in a certain amount of hours and shake a certain amount of hands and network with a certain amount of people per day in order to continue to do what I do. And I love what I do. I mean, I believe in God. And I wake up every day and I say it on my airwaves every day as much as I can that I feel blessed and that I am grateful to do what I do because um, I couldn't see myself doing anything else and, and be this happy, you know. So uh, I'm just truly grateful that I have an audience that really um, rocks with me, basically, man. I just, I'm just grateful. Yeah, and, and I am really grateful to have you here because I was like, George, Nestor's going to be on my podcast, but he doesn't want to share his story in advance. And he's like, do you know how lucky you are to have him? Because he's so busy. Like, like how many hours do you run a day for your podcast? So my co-host let me know that we do a minimum of 40 hours live a week. Oh, my God. But th that's how I looked at it, Sally. I, you know, once I started working for myself and I went full time with this, uh, which was in 20, uh, 2015, I had to make a choice because um, I went through a divorce. Yeah. So it's like, all right, I'm used to having two salaries, uh, her salary and mine. What am I going to do? She's not here. I have to either go back in this truck and forget about this hobby that is turning into a very small business that I can see the potential. Yeah. Not only that, I can see a lifestyle. I'm, I'm feeling excited and I'm proud of who I can be if I can just turn that into something. I don't want to be the truck driver. No disrespect to my truck drivers because I yeah. got a whole bunch of them that <laughs> listen to my show. But like, that's not who Nestor Gibbs is supposed is to be. Yeah. And that's yeah. who I wouldn't allow myself to just be. If you're comfortable with that, I'm not knocking you. But for me, I wanted more. So I had to take that leap of going full-time with the podcast. And at that time in 2015, it just wasn't making enough money. It wasn't sustainable. And losing my wife, I was losing my house because yeah. I chose my dream. But um, putting in the amount of hours that I put in now on a day-to-day -day basis is really what saved me. Mm -hmm. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And this is what my audience like. They, they enjoy to hear me daily. Mm -hmm. And again, you have to feel blessed if people want to listen to you. And, uh, you know, right now, I know that I'm blessed because I've been fielding offers from numerous uh, audio, audio deals yes, for yeah, the podcast. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in, in receiving those offers, I've done a little bit of research and I realized that I'm in the 1% when it comes to downloads. Like people really listen to my show and... You know, yeah. hundreds of thousands of people download it. So I'm just grateful, you know, because, again, those are things that like I never knew how much money the podcast was making until the bank told me. I never knew how many yeah. downloads I got until the competitors told me, you know. Yeah. So it's like I do this because it's my passion. I wake up at 430. I start my live at 6 a.m. 
we're on till about 9, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And then I go to the gym to see the fighters anyway. It's, it's, yeah. it's not a job for me. It's uh, truly a blessing. That's very inspiring to me, a new podcaster who's starting out. <laughs> so thank you for sharing that. No, it is. Yeah. And, and I'm really blessed to hear you say, you know, you follow your God-given calling. You knew it wasn't driving a truck. Um, and your calling is to be out there talking to people because they absolutely love it. But one of the words you kept um, talking about and I love is that you're not a statistic. So talk to our audience a little bit about that. I mean, because if I, if I, if I, if I wouldn't be in this position... Oh my God, I would just be that. I would be mm -hmm. a guy with uh, a bunch of kids uh, that is a minority that, mm -hmm. you know, makes a certain amount of money. I would be judged and looked at in a certain light. Yeah. And it's not what I want for myself and it's not what I want for my children. Again, it's more about not having the people that I love be ashamed of anything that I've done. And instead, I, I plan on leaving more than enough for them to be proud of. That's it. Yeah. And that, that gives me drive, you know. Yeah. Uh, most people are looking for retirement in this age. And the truth is, what I do, I can do for the next maybe 30 <laughs> years because I'm sitting in, and I mean, right now, again, I just, I can't, People are going to listen to it and say, well, you know, he's, you know, he needs to work on his vocabulary because he's uh, abusing <laughs> the word blessed. But the new facility that we're at is 48,000 square feet. I start my show from a rooftop. I have my personal studio. It's bigger than my last studio. And this is all from a guy that started in like a 10 by 7 type of closet, you know. So yeah. I'm just happy. I'm just happy. Well, they're going to say I need to find a new vocabulary because all I keep saying to people is that you inspire me so much. This is so Thank inspiring, you. all the stuff you're sharing. So what's your next step with your podcast? So breaking news on the Sally Allen Ooh, Show. Yeah. <laughs> so today, uh, you know, I shared with my co-host, we just received the contract from Blue Wire. And uh, not only will I be doing my show seven days a week from the beautiful Peter Lick building here in Las Vegas, Ooh. but uh, I will be signing a deal to do my show five days a week as well from uh, the hours that they just text me are 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time till 3 from uh, the Wind Casino in the Blue, oh, Blue Wire studio. Well. So, I j again, I feel like I'm just, uh, you know, in heaven. I'm in heaven, wow. you know, because I would have never made the trip to Las Vegas. I would, have, I would have always looked at the cost of living, the taxes, the houses, everything. I said, no, nah, I'm staying in, in, in my safe Florida home, you know. <laughs> um, but it's just been nothing but short of amazing being out here. I mean, from partnerships to sponsorships to networking, it's just been amazing and to uh you know be able to do my show from the wind um where there's nothing but huge i mean the day that we went and toured the studio mm -hmm. i don't know those guys because <laughs> i don't watch any other sports sally you're the i'm the first guy you're gonna meet that's never watched the super bowl not a slam dunk contest no home run nothing no derbies for me but my co-host was ecstatic because there were like 12 nba basketball players in the building <laughs> at the studio so that's such an amazing opportunity for us to network and and again every day i feel blessed because 
I could have been a statistic. I could have still right. been in Newark, New Jersey, and or not made it out of Newark, New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. But here I am in Las Vegas at the Wynn Casino, and I'm going to be shaking hands with the biggest athletes in the world and interviewing the biggest guests in the world live from the Wynn. And then whenever I want, I'm also seven days a week <laughs> in my own studio. studio so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm living the dream. I really am. Well, congratulations. I am so happy for you. You've worked Thank hard you. from everything Thank you've you. shared. You've worked hard to, to get to where you are today, and I know you're excited about it. Definitely but, um, excited. Yeah, yeah. So what's a takeaway for our audience today? Uh, I would definitely say, again, the cliche phrase is uh, never give up. Never give up. I mean, uh, I, I could again, I could have sulked. I could have been telling myself what many tell themselves that they have a, 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 a you know, they have a family or they're a convicted criminal or you know they don't have any help, you know. Because again, when I was losing my house, there was no one there, no one helped me. I had to get out of that forbearance. I had to do that on my own. And once you realize it's you that has to change and no one else, and and you can't put the blame on anyone else because they don't want to help you. Because they probably did in the past, and you've yeah. burnt that bridge, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but I think crawling your way out is the best way because you do it alone, and you feel—I don't know—you feel, you feel happier. A sense of pride. You definitely feel a, a sense, sense of, of pride. pride. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, and and yeah. it build a strength muscle to say I can do this. Absolutely. Yeah. So, what's your advice for me as another podcaster? Oh man, um, <laughs> I would say just work. Like yeah. your your show is based on interviews, I would say just keep this calendar full, yeah. um, because it's you're you're only one interview away. You know, like I'm making the decision with the Blue Wire deal because of a podcaster that had 400 views. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't know too much about Megaphone, who Blue Wire is um, partnered with, and I went on the internet and I found a woman that only has 400 views but was very knowledgeable and uh, again I feel blessed that I was able to reach out to her and she was able to call me back and give me advice and talk to me about her own personal experiences with the company and uh, help me make a decision so I would say just don't stop working because it only takes one interview for the right person to contact you and then yeah. your life changes. Thank you so much. That's very encouraging. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you. That's why I brought you on the podcast to encourage me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I wanted to hear your story and wanted our audience to hear your story. Well, um, you know, my takeaway today is that success, it's not necessarily finances. No, absolutely not. While it helps, While it's it helps, not. It's not. It's, it's more not. important to be proud of yourself and what yeah. you do and leaving that legacy Because truthfully, behind. I, I want to say this. Mm -hmm. I believe that now is when I'll get those finances. Uh, that's another thing that podcasters and even uh, content creators need to understand. It is a long journey yeah. between making big bucks and not making big bucks. Again, yeah. I have 11 years on the internet and I have a I have a, a head start on you, right? Like when I started yeah. podcasting was brand new. Right. I would tell people about the iPhone I uh podcast app. They didn't know what I was talking about. I'm like the purple app on your phone it comes on your phone. It's like, what are you talking about? So, you know, it, it's a lot of competition right now. So again, anyone that has an audience feel blessed and yeah. and my advice would be just keep work and to build that audience man i'm so excited to have you here today and there's such great takeaways 
But, um, you know, you don't have to be a statistic. Follow your God-given gift and path where, you know, and where it's leading you. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, that would lead you to a life of resiliency. So, Nestor, thank you so much for being on our podcast. And we want to thank our audience. Uh, if you're watching us, um, rate, what, what's the thing? Like, review, rate, share with your friends. Absolutely. And, uh, <laughs> like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> there you go from, <laughs> from, from the pro. And um, thank you to Sticky Pot Studios. Oh.